You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hi, everybody. Today, we have this wonderful session of being with Miha, who is a virtuoso violinist who has been working with the organization across the world in bringing this corporate soul present, bringing the energy of the music within the teams, inside of creative conversations, empowering organizations and people to become the best possible version for themselves, and also making sure that organizations are connected. So nowadays, after two years of this connection, when we worked all as remote teams from home, from the distance, there is a time for us to come together and reconnect. And this recording, it's all about inviting you to listen to Miha, to enjoy his presentation and to reconnect to yourself and then inspire other people within your organization to reconnect to one another. Enjoy, and I look forward to seeing you on the recording. I compare always the masterpieces of music on one hand. I compare human development on the other hand or organizational on the other hand. So these three spheres how to bring them together and, and how they can influence each other. So this is extremely interesting. Yeah. And so when you speak about hitting or corporate soul, n- normally people speak about culture, but I, I go deeper. That is why I'm, I'm pleased you started pointing out that there is a soul. Myself working with masterpieces of music and playing them many times over and over, gradually you get into the soul of these masterpieces because they are organic. They are very deeply meaningful. And so it's, it's not just uh, nice entertainment. There are layers. You know, you go from layer to layer, deeper and deeper. And this journey, this is the journey that actually we need to make now in order to reconnect again. The very first thing that is necessary in order to reconnect is to develop what I call resonance platform. How to create space of resonance between people. Because when you do not start at that place, you are constantly stuck with politics, with oh, strategies, with all kind of uh, distrust and, well, walking on the minds, you know, not being sure what you can say and what not and so on. So as soon as you establish a resonance platform, what I say, then Vista opens, which means everybody is on another place. And look, that is why the music is so helpful, because as soon as I start playing, for instance, let me play some, you will see how everything changes. So what happens? Suddenly, 
the, everything changes because there is a meaning that comes through another means than speaking. The meaning itself carries this resonance. And, but now people, when they hear music, usually enjoy, which is okay, I don't mind. But I help leadership. I help them to listen or to see through the enjoyment into the scenery of music evolution, to see how it is evolving and learn from that. You see, I call this productive detour. We go through masterpiece together. I help. I have a special method, which is disruptive. I stop and paint. You will see afterwards. But I take them through the music and through the art, which means they are away from their daily pressures and whatever they do every day. They are suddenly in another world and discover the same problems, same challenges, but also solutions as they are in the music, you see? So that's why it is so helpful to go in some another place which is not threatening, which is not dangerous. And you actually suddenly, and it's beautiful, and it's meaningful. So in that way, on the Resonance platform, we actually can uncover a lot of potentials, a lot of new perspectives. And not only that, when we are done, then I invite them to, in the groups, to create a poetry as in a group like 10 groups if there are 100 people, and they make poetry out of what they just experienced. For instance, the, the poem could be called Love Letter to the Customers or something like that. You see, and then, and after that, they make performance each of the, you see, it's a prototyping of artistic experience and quickly prototyping how I can suddenly create something beautiful, small, doesn't need to be big, and then perform it. Why? Because after this experience, everything opens up. And now suddenly people bond it in a new way. And even online, I can do that online as well. It's not ideal, but it's possible. They bond it, they, they, they tested themselves how quickly they can open all these potentials they may have sleeping since 50 years or so. Suddenly they reach into that which was in childhood and so on. And you see, and only then suddenly that becomes extremely helpful where they are stuck in a business, in organization, because Art doesn't kill you, but you go through the death process in a sense. You know, you go through very difficult things, but you're not dead. Like in Shakespeare drama, you know, at the end of the act three, everybody's dead on, on, on the floor, but then, then they open the, the, uh, the, the, then the audience start uh, clapping and everybody stands up and says, thank you very much. So everybody's alive. See, the art is so helpful because it wakes artists within everybody who is participating. And in our time, I'll tell you, if you are not artist in some way, you can't get through. Everything is so messy and so different, so unexpected, so much coming our way. We don't know what it is and how to handle. So business as usual is over. So what do you think? I think business as usual is over. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we are under big illusion. You know, I've heard this narrative again. When the things come to normal, as business as usual is normal. You know, everything will be okay. I don't think I don't feel that will happen. I actually think that we're in completely different frequency, and this is why music is important to get us to activate this artist within, and to be able to manage through the chaotic times. And sometimes the artists are chaotic; they can be scattered, non-linear, creative, but there is the harmony in that inside of this chaos, right? So I think that one of the most important things for all of us to surrender into and to really yes. kind of let go of is that. Surrender is the magic word. That is it. I always say we are actually now creating faculties or capabilities 
to work with emerging future, to work with something that wants to emerge, but it's, it has a very gentle signals. You know, it's not pomp, pompous, it's not bombastic. It comes very much from unexpected corners. So how can we as leaders uh, grow that faculty? Now, I just come back what I just did. What did I do? That was a little piece by Bach. What did I do? What did we hear? This... One thing, this, there is a pulse, a pulse, and, and then there is a melody. So there is a melody which is like an uh, idea soaring into the future and searching. And below the idea, there is a heartbeat. You know, if you hear this, then you notice, I cannot make anything in life today without sphere of heart being present. So I cannot just have thoughts and thinking go off, you know, and heart is left behind. So I, that's why I talk about heart storming and not brainstorming. Because as soon, as soon as we have heart and head together, completely another story starts unfolding. Especially when you relate to other people, you don't have the first idea, what can I get out of this situation for me? This is what is so dis disturbing in our relationship. You have these meetings, you know, networking, network lunches and so on. And all you want is to get something out of these people for you. You know, and they feel that. And that's why they close up. They don't open up. So we have to reverse this inner stream of feelings that you actually open to people and say, what can I do for you? Honestly, not just as a trick, but you really develop interest in another person because then suddenly things start opening up. And music, you said normal, you said before that normal is gone and there is no more normal. But you know, I don't believe in the in back to the old normal. So I, I very often show people a beginning of a few by, by that may open up now for those who have not seen my work. I will show you how that works. The beginning of a few by Bach. subject, so original idea, but that idea has already character. So what character is that? So what do we hear? It has different qualities. The first quality is the first note. It says there, not like this. Can you see? It is direction. It is like uh, vision, direction. That's where I want to go. But what is it if you only have vision? Well, nothing happens, right? <laughs> so what's the next thing that happens in the music here? See, the second thing that happens is this. Wow! You see, the second thing is it mobilizes everything above and everything below, you know, the whole human being, not just idea. So, you know, so, but that is important. And then when it comes back, the direction, it has more strength. 
but it's not enough. Then comes... Yeah, then comes the power. See, so, in this, in the beginning, in the beginning, it's already the three things. If you want to get people line up for a great idea, you have to have vision, then you have to have the heart, the totality, everybody enrolled, and then courage to bring it down, to become reality. So, you see, just the beginning, it's phenomenal. It's phen- you cannot switch it, start with the will, and then at the end, the idea. No, it has to go this way. So that's how it works. But, you know, I say this is interesting because this is, let's say, the middle, ra- middle ground here, like nature. And now we are here below. We have so much of IT, you know, the technology. Technology. If you only have technology, then we will get a new normal, which is, you know, basically no connection. It's just <laughs> has mostly IT. So that's not enough. We have to augment here, here. This is important. Here we need humanity. So I developed a, a special slogan. I said, no digitalization without humanization. You know, in other words, this has to be in a constant a dynamic equilibrium. How how to increase humanity if we increase technology in digitalization? So all this talk about digital transformation, yes, it's okay, but we have to then activate deep human qualities in order to be able to deal with that and to stay in in charge of it. So we don't become slaves of digitalization. Understand? So this kind of uh, that, is wh- that is why I burn for how to bring on the leadership floor a balance, dynamic balance where digitalization is okay, but humanization is not very okay. So there is so that so much needs to be done, and and that's why I use masterpieces. So how does it sound to you? To me, it sounds amazing because I think that the humanization without digitalization will lead into this connection. And this is what I'm observing nowadays when it comes to the teams who are only using technologies or kind of allowing the, the, the HR services and support systems, the leadership development system to only be delivered through the technology if the humanity is lost then the heart of connection is lost and then we have this connection. And then, you know, people are bubbling along. Of course, they're doing their tasks, they're being paid for the job, but there is not this amazing spirit that we all want to feel when we are part of something bigger than ourselves or when we work for the organization. So we, we love to belong. So I think that heart of the humanization needs to be balanced. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. you, you mentioned digital, together. We can become NFTs, Micha. You can you can become an NFT, and I can become an NFT, and then we can be yeah. NFTs forever. You know? Yes. Of course. You mentioned HR. I call it human resonance. That is new, new, new kind of new title for human resources because resources we know enough about that. It's, it's, it doesn't really work as a resources, but it works as a resonance. So what about the business of HRs creating such an environment in which people start resonating with each other? I, I don't say we all we have all the answers, but one can make a very good beginning with arts. 
And it's not waste of time. People tell sometimes to me, they say, oh, Mr. Pokachnik, this is very interesting what you are doing, but we are not ready. So we are going to invite you when we are ready. And I tell them, you will never be ready because the point is you have to start working new ways before you think you are ready. Because maybe what we think is ready is not ready at all. It's now and other qualities are, are being asked for in our time, especially if you want to be successful in post-COVID time, I would say. So uh, here is a lot to be explored. Actually, I go that far to say that in any really vibrant, modern future companies, there should be two centers at the top, not only one, you know, boardroom. There should be inspiration center as well. So now, like a human being, if you take hum human constitution as a, in anthropomorphic way and you project that into organization, then you know that you have two sides very much balanced and they are not in organizations. That's a problem. Then there are unhealthy hierarchies that come about which don't work because many problems cannot be solved in, in boardroom. I tell you, they cannot be solved in boardroom because they, they must concentrate on numbers and those things. But that's not what it's all about. Human being is much more than about numbers, isn't it? Look, for instance, usually they say target, you know, now we are here and, and the next the next quarter we are here, right? And that's five million, uh, let's say, um, five million profit. That's not much, but for us artists, it's okay. So now how, how do we get there to next quarter, to five million? You know, usually they do this way, oh, yeah, like that. You know, yeah. So something like this. Now, how do we artists get there? Are you interested how it's, what's our yeah, approach? Yeah, absolutely, yes. The approach is this way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's better? What do you like better? Me personally. <laughs> I like 50 million more than five. No, no. We say it's still only five million, but 45 million is value added. You know, when you do this way, this way, this journey, then you discover that numbers are only reflecting a little portion of what really is meaning of work, what really makes you burn, makes you go for it, makes you identify. You know, we artists identify 600% with what we do, not just as much we are paid. So now look, but there is something there that one can learn. The first phase you know, looks like chaos, chaotic, but it's not. The first phase means lifelong learning how to start something right. <laughs> you know, we start wrong and then everything goes wrong and then we have to correct and, 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 ex and change and all that. So artists, when you get on the stage, you know, and you start... Everything is already there, the whole thing, not just the beginning. So if you're not in the totality of the masterpiece, it's a bad interpretation. Can you imagine as a leader how many times we don't start very well? So about beginning, beginning is an important thing. Man, one is a mystery of the beginning. How do we start? Because once you learn how to start, then, then it pushes you up. You know, it pushes you up to that place. And when I see this journey here, I immediately reflect, you know, I reflect about pyramid because pyramid is such a big problem in organizations nowadays. Right? Yeah. We need we need hierarchy 
But uh, if, if it's too much, you know, it destroys the humanity. So I, I rather speak about, I speak about pyramid in terms of Maslow. How here at the bottom, you just have basic needs. And here you have the actual important thing, you know, self-realization and, uh, and genius. And so, and we stuck, they are stuck in these basic needs. You know, uh, Zoran, uh, some eight years ago, I played in the best pyramid in the world, in the Cheops. And, and I discovered, maybe some of participants have been to the Cheops pyramid in, in, in I mean, yeah, I played in this in, in, in the king's chamber, and I almost dropped dead from this resonance. It was so resonant, so powerful. So here in the center, you know. So that's why I call HR human resonance because when I and I discovered something extremely important. You know what? I asked myself, how do the artists tick and how do the people in industry tick? And there is some difference, you know, I discovered that when you are only stuck in the basic needs, you know, in numbers, budgets and all that, you forget about this here, about the daring, daring to be unique, daring to, to go for genius. And so you are happy if you are excellent. Oh, excellent, everybody's excellent, that's so boring, you know, but everybody in business wants to be excellent. So this is about, about genius. So how do we strive for genius? And I discovered because of resonance, because of resonance, we can do something here to help. You know what, what is it? Well, I'll tell you, look. We, why is this not going? Yeah. We artists take this central point, resonance, and turn the pyramid down. We throw the pyramid on its head. So artists are known to turn everything upside down, you know, for good reason. Why? Because it's so difficult to go from bottom to the top, but it's easier to jump from top to the bottom. So we make this salto mortale. We make salto mortale into this genius question. But this makes it possible to turn around. You may, you may have very heavy company, but once you take them on the resonance platform, for a moment at least, for a few hours, you turn them around. And they have for a moment fresh air. They look at themselves and their processes from another perspective. And then they may go back to the old, but they will never forget. It is sustainable because deep emotional memory works it works on you. On Monday, next Monday, it stays there. I meet people 15, 20 years after I've done uh, services, and they say, oh, you are the violinist, right? And you did this, we changed this, we changed this. We changed. Because if you have emotional memory, you have power to change things. So the old patterns cannot overpower you because you decide highly, this I will now change because it makes so much sense. It's not just a PowerPoint presentation. You know, I will show you. We can go now into a, a very soon into something real. But let us dwell on the beginnings a little bit more. Let us dwell on the beginnings. Because beginnings are, to me, uh, something, something to learn from. Okay. If, if I start, for instance... Upbeat, upbeat in music. Yeah, 
Can you feel between the notes where you hear nothing, there is extreme power. And this power does what? It invites you as a whole human being, not just, oh, an idea. No, the whole human being to dance. Or, that, or like this. like let's go let's move to another level it can also be very gentle can you hear invitation So actually what, what one doesn't hear physically, that's the most important thing, is between, between the words. Another thing for the leader, you don't listen to what they say, but how people say. You know, you go behind what, you go to how, and then you go into why, and then you go into who. You know, this gets deeper and deeper. So, so and that are all, that is all play field of arts. We can always explore in arts and we are free to explore because it's not dangerous. It doesn't affect bottom line immediately, but it affects bottom line afterwards because people change and then it affects bottom line, obviously. Now, that is the beginning. For, for instance, this beginning. takes 20 minutes is the great Chacon by Bach no but what is the character can you hear it says like this it says first it goes out it goes out you know like a knights 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 it goes out Now it goes in. Then it goes in. You see, it goes in. And that is the archetype of a leader. You have to be able to master the outer world, but then you have to be able to master the inner world. And it is the inner world where dilemmas appear. So how do we solve dilemmas? Look, dilemma. Solution. <clears throat> you see, this is a dilemma. This is a crisis, yeah, it's a tension. Solution. I always say to my friends, if you have dilemma, great, because that's normal. <laughs> Not, not, and if you have it, don't solve it. Live with it for a long time. And then it solves itself in different way that you expect. Now that, that's, that comes from wisdom, you see. I'm, I'm not 20, I'm a little bit more. Yeah. So, so it's about this. You see, there is a lemma that is being solved here. Yeah. So, and then it goes out again. So once again, out. 
，那大家嘣叫。Yeah， and then now comes interesting. And then comes this way. <laughs> question, big question. Comes a big question. Question. You know, people want to always lead with answers, but leading with question is so much better. People come and, and cry on your shoulder; they have problem and they want solution from your leaders. No, you ask them back the question. They must be empowered to find their own solutions. You have to guide them. You know, you are coach, you are master coach, so you know about this. So it's about it's about bringing questions to the next level. I have a project in Slovenia in a whole、um, region. It's called Terra Parsifal, all about Parsifal question. How to live a lifelong to learn to formulate right questions out of answers that are everywhere, but we don't know how to ask them, so we don't get into these answers, the proper answers, because we have to first to formulate the right questions. So this, this,、uh, um, when I have、uh, sessions there in this landscape, magic landscape, gray landscape, then we are actually working with this work. Uh huh. Recording in progress. Yeah. You see, that's how、uh, the digitalization works. Anyway, my friends, is this?、Um, would you say as well? Is this a good background? So I would maybe venture into one whole little masterpiece to show show one of the most important、uh, features or, or capabilities we develop. What do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. I think we're ready to kind of see the whole together. Yeah. So we were now up till now. We were talking about the beginnings, which is always I say any masterpiece you take, you have to first have the clear feeling for beginning. You know, you know, <laughs> beginning, beginning. But but you don't notice it's going down. It's going down. Yeah, we just like it. But now it's going down. So that's interesting.、It、goes down for a long time before it starts going up. And before it goes through the zero point and starts going up, so I will. I I was thinking of taking today a a, a little masterpiece to answer this basic question we have today, namely how to reconnect. Yeah, because reconnecting doesn't mean that you tell people, "Well, let's reconnect." It doesn't work that way. So, what is the what needs to be developed in us to reconnect? And my sense is this that. Actually, we need we need to make this journey. Yeah, we have to make this journey inwardly. This in the modern world seems to be one of the most difficult things to make things most intensely inward. Yeah. You, you know the famous ide- German idealism、uh, poet Novalis. He said the way into the future is the way inwardly. That's the way into the future. Is the way in. And then once you make the way in, you will find the way into the future. But we try to always find, you know, the next mission on the Mars. Or so it's always going out. We forget that the future is emerging out of the inner space. So how can music? 
classical music help to define this journey inwardly without using, I don't know, religion or being guru, without uh, taking uh, any of these uh, known uh, various esoteric, you know, new age, blah, blah. So how can we very much factually to just notice how in music stage by stage unfolds and we can read it up with the heart, not just with the mind, with both. So this is what I would like to share now. If that's okay, it will take me about 20 minutes to, to get through it or 25, but then we have a good stuff to continue conversation or maybe questions or whatever. Yeah, so uh, if, if, if you agree, I will start with this piece and uh, uh, and this is, uh, the, the motive is like this. Look, on one hand, this is the beginning. Can you hear? It, it is a stretching up from below. It says like this, something like this. And then there is a pause. And it cannot get there. It, it falls back in itself. Something we do all our life, if we are alive, if you're not just, you know, a uh, normal guy who, who doesn't care, who is just driven by life. But if you're a driver, then we are all our life trying to, you know, many people work, meditate, whatever, but you are frustrated because you feel what I just did inwardly. Did it come? Was it noticed from angel, from angel, from, from, you know, from spirit, spiritual world? Do they hear that? Or is it in vain? Or is it nothing? Does it not work? So this dilemma to try and it doesn't work, the frustration is striving from below above to above. Now, on the other side, there is the answer. answer but these two spheres are separate for a long time now what can music do that this here this space that is there that is empty space that that gets connected so we connect this why why i'm doing this today because we were when we were preparing today's conversation we said how can people reconnect again in teams in, in their working life not by in first play going to the other person and say, hey, let's, let's reconnect. No, first you have to reconnect with yourself. You know, it's about this is the everyday guy and this is the future person in myself, in yourself. It's about touching, striving for your highest potential and connect with that one. Because if you strive for that, you don't even need to get there. This long journey needs more lifetimes than one. But if you are striving to do that, the other people feel that. You stand in life very differently if you are constantly, every day, trying to reach for the highest. So that is noticeable. And that brings dynamics into the relationships. So we are going to now go step by step with this, with this search. I'm going to start here at the bottom. Yeah. And the answer. So this is the nucleus. This is the subject, the tema, the, the, the dilemma, if you want, which is now going to go into this journey. So let us listen a little bit and observe. Yeah. 
yeah. Let me let us now look at it. What was the evolutionary stage of this first section? Always listen from the two perspectives, from below towards above and from above towards below and disconnect. Look, below, above, below, above, now below. What do they say? One says, one says, one says, and they say, One says, you must, and the other says, better not. You're not ready. Ah, oh, but I know I have strength. No, 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 no. You have to work on yourself. So one, it goes in different directions. I can play so beautifully, you don't notice. But let us look objectively. One goes down, goes up. Now comes the macho. Yes. Says the woman. It's a, yes, see, I should. And now, for a moment of relief, they come like out of the future. For a moment, they come together. So, for a moment, it appears music like a gateway to the next level. Yeah, it says like this. So it connects heavens and the earth for a moment. And then we go through this gateway to the next level. The tragedy is that if we are stuck in this kind of like marriage after 10 years, where everybody's pulling different directions, if we are stuck, the question is how do we get unstuck and what do we do then? So let's go on. Once you are beginning to climb to the next level or to a deeper level, two things happen. The first thing is you start where you started before because we must start where we are. You cannot just say, oh, I just go somewhere else. It's still the same company, yes? But then something occurs what in music is called modulation. You start what was, but then you go now, we go in another direction. You say, if this way doesn't work, let me try it another way. So let's hear again, where does it go? Now. What is new? The new thing that there is suddenly direction. For three times, one direction is experienced. Basso ostinato, it is called the music. So it's like this. It goes this way. So there is a direction and things can grow around it. A spiral, you know, like in the plants. Now,
question in this high point. It's like It was less and less and less. High point. Now it's less. Resignation. Inner resignation. Now who experienced leader has not been many times through a resignation in life? You try everything and it doesn't work. And then you resign. I call it productive resignation. The power of productive resignation. So power, so now it's less and less and less and less and less and less. And now here is the power of productive resignation. Power, create, Power of productive resignation. Because once you realize and resign, you notice the problem is not out there. The problem is here. I am the problem. And you resign yourself as a problem and things open up, you know. And now it goes on. Now a new, new possibility opens up. There is a gateway. We go through this new gateway, and what do we hear now? Now it becomes everything that was in the beginning so chaotic becomes intensely inward. question and answer, you know, real question, opposite of what was here. The beginning was, I don't care about you, what can I get out of you? But now it is question, answer, next question. Next question, answer. inward. A beautiful dialogue ensues. So, look, let's paint that. Yeah. You see? And I will put light. It's a lot of light. Can you see yellow on the screen? I don't know if that projects. It possible to see yes. yellow? Yes, we see the yellow like a sunshine. Sunshine, yeah. You see, it's the opposite of this. We are, we are in the inner exploration of inwardness. So now, where does that lead? Let us see. This is, this is the area where suddenly 
transformations can take place. I was said, I said before, you cannot transform on the surface. You have to go to the right place where transformation is normal. Actually, metamorphosis. You know. So how do we create this space of metamorphosis? Something very new is the old stuff, but very much in a new way, in new light. What is it? Look, from here to here, it was always the same order. The one could say the male below and the female from above. And now they switch for the first time. What was below is now here. And below is the other. So they switch because we are now in a such a intense inner space. Everything is possible. Everything that was before hierarchical and you know uh, fixed and so on. Now suddenly, what was above is now below, and what was below is now above, and it has even more light. So that's that is the secret. How can we create create in organizations environment where people come out with their real inner strength, with inner potential, with inner openness, learning to ask question of compassion, you know, all of these things. And then suddenly there is so much power, you don't know what to do with it. That's, that's the secret. Now I tell you, the arts are coming to help. You companies should be covering artists with, with uh, requests because, but artists must learn how to do it. You know, you cannot just play. You know, it doesn't help. So let's go on. So what's the next? quality. I would call it the quality of fire penetrated hole. No, strength, power. It is not anymore an either or. It, they join into one. They, we don't have in this phase, we don't have a power below. They become one. So it's one melody that is of course supported by harmony, but they become one at this phase. And very strong, so they start, you know, going, and then one, 
one at the end. So, you see, they become one. What does that mean? Strength. Suddenly what was divided, what went into a growth and what went into conversation now becomes one and has clarity. And at the end, then nothing. Now, how does that sound? Well, you see, it becomes powerful, powerful, powerful. And when you're at the zenith of the power, how do you make the next step? The only way is to let go. Because you have it all, you know. I say, Bill Gates complex, his problem. You know, how do you let go when you have everything at your hands? Yeah, by letting go. And then some new things are possible. And that's what these billionaires don't know. And they better start doing that. Otherwise, we'll have flames all over the world. So, so you have, you let go, let go, let go, let go. Only if you let go, then what happens? The periphery response. With power comes always from self, you know, but now you let go and periphery response. Can you hear? We come back to the beginning, but totally different. It's like knowing something when you're 20 and then coming back to it when you are 80. <laughs> With all the life living through all the experiences and you come to the same thing. Because when you are 20, you say I. And when you're 80, you say I as well. But that I, when you are 80, may be something more real. Not just just word, you know, empty word. So it's about coming back. Here, it, it comes to the center, and then it says. And lots of light. Yeah, there you have your grail. So, anyway, so you see, this is the journey I said before. We go in a spiral way around and we come into the in, inner space. And when we can create this inner space in organizations, I guarantee all kind of things will happen that are then not expected normally, in normal way of treating the problems. That's why I say every future company will have inspiration place in which those problems and dilemmas will be worked with, which you can never solve in the, in the, in the boardroom. There you can hire and fire people, but in the inspiration place you grow people. You grow them. And you, you I, I call this, we help people to remember their contract with themselves before they were born. You create, because before we are born, we know what we want. And then we are born and we forget. And we become big materialists, you know, and we run for money and all that. Which is okay, you know, money is okay, so why not? But the point is, how can we touch people so deeply that they remember what they really want in life? That they find their very highly super private inner purpose in life and that is then the power to to be given to organization 
if you can connect. Some people also get, they say, I'm in the wrong place, which is also right, because why to kill yourself in a place you hate to work for just because you're paid for, you know? So anyway, so I will now play this once through so we have the, the whole thing, then we can start conversation or questions, whatever. Just please remember, look at this. Can you see roots, uh, roots, wrong direction, out of this seed? The seed must die before new plant comes out. And then, look, this is stem, and the, these are the leaves. And then here, these are the flowers. And what's here? Ah, this is a fruit, fruits. And what's here? Seed for the next generation. Can you see the, the, the morphology of a plant life? Why am I saying I claim that every masterpiece is organic? It has either forces, sort of formative forces that sort of bring out of music something that is already in nature, but we don't see it in nature. So it's like composer can compose the nature further to go to the place, to the level which nature cannot do. That's why it goes through human nature. It becomes a human nature. So, so important to reconnect, to see that. But you know, interestingly is that once you make this journey, yes, you go back, you start all over again, you know, you get here, you get here again. So, it's not one-time shot. The one-time shot in life means, oh, very interesting, you know. <laughs> when the British say, you ask them, do you like the food? They say, did you like this lunch? They say, oh, very interesting, which means it's very bad, no? Jeff, yeah, the British say it's interesting, that means very bad. So I'm not out to tell you, look how interesting. I'm telling it's existential to go through this journey, which we go many times in life. And the first time we are, we are here at the resignation, we are ready to... You know, to kill ourselves. The second time we say, oh, interesting, I'm there again. So let's make sure you get to the next level. And by the time you get to this 20 times in life, then you're a master. And then you say, yes, it must be. And you see what I mean? So, so it's something that keeps going in life is a cycle. It is archetypal cycle. And I would like, we could make once a, on, on Ibiza where you are now, we could make a workshop on archetypal cycles. Mm. Wouldn't that be interesting? Through music, through mythologies, through other things. So people, leaders can recognize these archetypal journeys. So learn, learning from it. And it's a lot of fun. You know, many people don't know anymore Greek uh, mythology or uh, old mythologies, which always speak the same language about these cycles. So let's think about it. Zoran, it's just a new idea that came now. No, let me now play this Siciliana so we can then go into the question, answers and conversation. Ready? Go.
So, could you come with me on the journey? Was it possible? Yes. <laughs> when you go in this way to experience and at the same time perceive with the consciousness the experience, then you are living in the world of artists. Because we cannot just play beautiful. We have to always be on the guard and watch out and lead ourselves as we play. So we must merge on one hand controlling and on the other hand completely freedom. We must merge these two spheres. And that is a great performance then. But now I invite my clients into this space. We go backstage. We don't front stage, no concert. We go backstage and see how artist works and then see what can we learn from this backstage. Sometimes I took, for instance, my group of uh, leaders behind the stage of the opera house before the first performance, you know, before premiere. You know, in front it's all beautiful and behind this concert crisis, everything's crisis. They're all crisis managers. So you can see how this behind stage and front stage, they must merge in one if you're a great leader. So, Micha, let's hope that this session was one of these wonderful inspirational sessions for all the people who are part of the human resources, part of human resonance, so to say, resonance. I myself. You see new language immediately. People who are inspiring other people to grow, to develop, to become the best possible versions of themselves. People who really want to, you know, create this coherent field within the organization so that people remember that resonance. Why are they here? and how they connect to the values of the organization. I think it's very important that what you were talking about is coherence, asking yourself a question, what am I here to do within this organization? What is my sole purpose? What is my mission on this planet Earth? And how that is expressed through the values and then how those values are linked to the organization, is this the right space for me? And I think this is extremely important nowadays to regain that because a lot of people got disconnected in the last two years. We're all bubbling along, working along, in remote teams, from our homes, far away from each other. And now is the time for people to come together. So I think this will be a lovely invitation for everybody who is listening to this right now, today, and in the future with the recording, to feel into this invitation, to feel into the Miha's uh, work, and also what TNM Coaching is bringing when it comes to collaborating with Miha to bring those events to organization and just say yes to it and invest into where the Money really needs to go at this moment in time, which is your people. You know, the people are the most important part of the human organization. It's not a profit. We make it happen. We engage. And this is the right allocation of the resources. So let's just do it. That's our invitation to you. Anything else you would like to share, Mika, just to wrap up as we have a few minutes left? I think your words just now were such a crowning, not Corona, but crowning <laughs> of, of our conversation. I have nothing to add. I am grateful for everybody, each of you who, who came, because I know uh, we've been conked out, zoomed out lately, and now yet another Zoom. Oh, gosh, another Zoom. So you have had courage to do it once more, and I hope it was worth it. Uh, and uh, let's uh, keep this conversation going, Zoran. I absolutely love it. Really, I would, I could do it every week with you. And uh, so, Me too. yeah, let's so. make it happen. Let's do it every week, Mika. Thank you so much for your big heart, to your wonderful soul, for your courageousness to be yourself. Also, thank you so much for knowledge of the leadership development and human development that you carry as a musician, because it's really rare to have an artist with the understanding of what people need to receive as transmission from the music in order to be able to be better leaders, better teammates, better human beings within the organization. This is a very unique skill. 
And I'm sure that human resonance officers on this call and people who are listening recognize that. So I just want to acknowledge you and be very grateful to you. And let's do more. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for coming and listening. And once again, for the people who are listening to the recording, thank you so much for listening to the recording. Lots of love to everybody and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.